Welcome to another Story Geeks video. My name is Jay Shear. I'm the co-author of Death of a Bounty Hunter, and I care a lot about stories. And a lot of times, what we get in the trailer for an upcoming movie is not at all what the story is actually about. And other times, you know, it's pretty accurate. So today I thought I would do something kind of a little bit uh, fun, do something that we can just uh, try to have fun with it. And that is to take the teaser trailer and the actual trailer that we've gotten for Thor, Love and Thunder and see if we can predict what this story is actually gonna be about. And we'll see how accurate we are when the movie actually comes out. We'll go back to this video and be like, Jay had no idea what he was talking about, or maybe I predict it correctly and we'll see. I would love to hear your thoughts about what you think the story is going to be about, so leave those, comment with those down below. We're going to take three different approaches to viewing these trailers. We're going to watch the trailers together. We're going to try to figure out what is the central conflict really about here. I think there's a couple of things that will be of note in the central conflict that we need to take note of. We'll talk about that. We will also talk about what we think, what order this is all going to be in right so we can sort of piece together some things based on what we know in the trailers but we may get the order wrong here so let's let's figure out what the order of the story is and then finally we will consider the premise the premise is basically the shared human experience that makes the story resonate with people it's really hard to guess the premise before you've actually seen the film but we're going to go ahead and try to do that anyways so we'll go conflict, we'll go order of the story, and then we'll go premise. So let's just jump into it. Let's get into the Thor trailer right now. All right, here we go. Let's take a look, first of all, at the official teaser. So this right here is a little bit of Thor through the ages. So what would that tell us about like Thor? So if we see him as a kid and he's getting older, it probably is some sort of flashback scene. In we're gonna see in the in the actual t trailer, not the teaser, but the trailer. We're gonna see uh, Korg telling a story to a bunch of kids. I wonder if while he's telling that story, we're flashing moments in Thor's life, and that's where we would see this really quick him as a kid, him as a teen, him as an adult. I'm wondering if, the, if that's kind of a recap that's used there. Now we have a full, powerful Thor. One of the things we're gonna look for when we talk about the order of the story. So we're going to look for it, what is Thor, the condition of Thor's transformation. We know from Endgame that he became pretty overweight and then he tries to transform himself. We've seen some of that already as well. And then he turns into the Thor that we all know. So we'll try to figure out the order of the story. He's talking here about building tools for peace. I need to figure out. So you can figure out who he is. Exactly who I am. And the question is, is that happening in the middle of the story or is that happening at the beginning of the story? In other words, what is causing Thor to have this moment of transformation? And then when does that transformation take place? I will choose my own path. And now you'll notice this scene. He has gotten rid of most of the dad bod, which is what uh, Korg is saying in the trailer version. He's gotten rid of most of it. It looks like he's not quite as fit as he will be, but he, again, he's going to become really, really fit. So, um, and he's with the guardians of the galaxy, which is another plot point that we're going to try and where is, when is he with them? Is he with them in the beginning or is he with them later on? We'll have to figure that out as we go along. Now 
And you see there he has Stormbreaker. And then he's saying, you know, the dialogue here is my superheroing heroing days are over. And he was turning away from the um, Guardians of the Galaxy as they go to fight some enemy. And then you, we see the Guardians of the Galaxy leave in their ship. Well, we assume. But my question is, how do we know that Thor is not with them? That might just be a trick of the trailer, as it were. My superhero days are over. And then that would this shot right here would make us assume that he's looking at them leaving, but maybe he's not. Maybe he's looking at something else entirely because it looks like he puts on this outfit from the trailer when he meets the Guardians of the Galaxy. So maybe he is watching them leave. We'll see. Now, this this little, uh, you know, goat-pulled uh, Viking ship looks like it's taking him away from New Asgard. That's what it looks like to me. Like, this is, like, coming away from New As. This is New Asgard here, I'm assuming. Um, and it's pulling him away from there. So at some point, he goes back there because he wasn't there at the end of the last movie. And then this is an interesting one. I almost wonder if this is a dream sequence or something. I don't know who this is. It doesn't look like Jane to me. Um, and he's on a pirate ship somewhere. So that's a really, like, is that a dream sequence? Like, what exactly is going on there? And then we get this uh, this whole part where we're looking at um, Zeus and some of these other gods. And we know that that's going to be part of the central conflict as well. Okay. There's New Asgard. Now, this is important because there's the ship, right? There's the Viking, the flying Viking ship. And then you see all the cruise ships in the harbor. So it seems to me like he's going to want to get away from this area. And this section right here is really interesting because this feels like it's like a meeting of the military, perhaps all the different countries involved here. Maybe they're going to expel Thor from New Asgard. I mean, there's a there's something back here on the wall that looks like it's maybe ready, like somewhat related to New Asgard. Um, there's obviously like they're in a place where there's some old artifacts or something. So, you know. That might be part of it too. Just look into the eyes of the people that you love. Always good comedy with type of girl with TV. Notice what Thor is wearing here too, right? And then this is just the end here. And then we get the shot of Jane Foster as Thor, Mighty Thor. Um, so yeah, th there you go. There's the there's that there's the teaser trailer. And we won't make any assumptions yet, but we'll go back and we'll actually watch the um, official trailer here, too, that just came out. Now, you'll notice that this is Thor because we've seen him in this position in the teaser trailer. And then we don't know who these people are. This could be Jane. This looks like a female character. This could be somebody else, but this could be Quill and this could be um, Gamora. <laughs> so it's it's hard to tell. They're not giving us a lot of data here. But we do see that this planet looks kind of similar. Like that could be where Thor is sitting up here on the tree. If you look at it from this perspective, it looks like it's the same, the same tree. Kids. So it looks like, the, and it, we know that the Guardians of the Galaxy were around when, when he was here. So I'm gonna guess the order of the story in a minute here. But um, but first we'll keep playing Get this the popcorn uh, trailer. Let me tell you the story of the Space Viking, Thor Odinson. He was no ordinary man. Now, this whole moment from Korg could not even be in the movie. It's possible that Korg is just telling this as part of the trailer. They splice these scenes in, and this isn't going to be in the movie at all, where he's telling the kids this story he about was a Thor. God. But notice, this looks like he's putting on this jacket. 
and he's with the Guardians. In fact, that looks like uh, that looks like James Gunn's character right there. I should say James Gunn, um, his brother. Steve is it Steve? Gunn? I don't remember his brother's name, but it looks like his brother. And then you see again, there's the flying Viking ship, and then this is new Asgard with the with the cruise ships. Now he has Stormbreaker. He just turned. He just turned from one costume into another. Well, he got in shape, and that looked very similar. This moment right here looks very similar. Let's try and capture it here. That moment right there. There looks like maybe the Guardians of the Galaxy had just left. It looks like it happens right after that scene that we saw in the teaser. It's time Thor set off on a new journey. Well, he got in shape. He went from dead bod to god bod. And he, there he's pulling back the Guardians of the Galaxy ship. Like he's, that's how he's helping exercise. And after all that, he reclaimed his touch. And this is where it gets interesting because the one and only Jane Foster shows up. But then you're going to notice, like, look at what he was just wearing. And now look at what he's oh, going to be wearing in a minute here. Jane? This looks like a. It looks like the same scene, but he looks like he's wearing something different. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, you know, this doesn't look like it's the same. That's not the same costume. This is a different place. This looks actually to me like uh, new Asgard to a degree. This doesn't look like it's off planet. It looks like it's on earth. But then if you go over to here and you see that looks oh, like it might be new Asgard. Jane? That still looks like it might be new Asgard, but look, he's wearing a different costume entirely. And she has a different costume on too. So, it looks like two different instances. Maybe it isn't. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. The old ex-girlfriend. Now, this is giving us a little bit more insight. This trailer gives us a lot more insight into when we get into the premise of what this movie is about and we get into the central conflict. It's giving us a What's lot more data there. Three, four years? Eight years, seven months, and six days. Give or take. My, uh, sensing feeling. Now, this looks like they are in the realm where Zeus is. And uh, that is also interesting because it looks like he's meeting with Jane and Valkyrie uh, around the same time that they are first arriving at Zeus's complex. Now, notice that this is going back, though. So he's talking about something else here. He's not talking about the same thing because he's not wearing the same clothes. So it's a different set of clothes. But then she's there. So... <laughs> perceptively she might be there unless they just photoshopped her in but that's a it looks like it's a different scene it looks like they're actually back at the other planet where they were with guardians of the galaxy potentially right. the only ones who gods care about and then now we're getting the uh, the villain obviously gore is themselves so this is my vow all gods will die I just want to say that was very, very impressive what you did back there. It's just my first bad guy. So this whole, like, this is my first bad guy type of thing, um, it seems like he's with Jane in New Asgard. They leave New Asgard. They go to the Zeus realm, and then they're talking about some of what they encountered back in New Asgard before they actually then encounter Zeus. You never forget your first. But this is where it gets interesting because 
Now, it looks like a lot of the times where they're fighting against Gore, it's black and white, which is interesting. I'm not like the other guy. So they crash into, they crash into uh, Zeus's place, and then we see um, Thor actually breaking his chains, possibly here. Some more shots of the Guardians. Okay. Jane going full Thor. Let's see who you are. I take off your disguise and flip. And then this is him in a disguise, which means that it's not the same scene as what we were seeing before. So this is getting very interesting. He's got the tattoos. Flip too hard, damn it! There's a lot to break down here. There's a lot to break down here. So uh, let's just go ahead and take this off the screen for a minute. And let's talk about what this could possibly be. Let's talk about first about central conflict. What is the central conflict that we're seeing here? I would say from both watching the teaser and the trailer that the central conflict is all going to be about Thor learning to really be who he really should be. He has been over the course of the last through, you know, from his first movie through Endgame, he has been concerned with taking over his father's mantle and being basically the king. And part of that is his identity as Thor. But now he's confronted with Jane as Thor. And there's something about like the whole worthiness. She has Millenaire. What does that mean for him? Is his identity completely something different altogether? And we get the sense that he's being very introspective about that. So there's some internal conflict in Thor about really who he is and who he's meant to be. That's one of the things that I think is a central conflict here. Another thing that's a big conflict is that we're getting Zeus, we're getting a bunch of gods, and we know that Gore, the god killer, is the villain, which means that one of the impetuses for most of the battles here are probably going to be Gore in the process of killing gods and then Thor having to be like, okay, we can't have this keep going on. I've got to help out some of these other gods and face off against Gore. The third conflict that we see is the conflict between him and Jane, because obviously the trailer would lead us to believe that he's still very much in love with her and that she maybe hasn't been thinking about him quite as much. We don't know. We don't exactly know what Jane has been up to. Uh, in the time that she's been acting as Thor um, and doing some of those things. So that will be interesting to see, but that I think is the third conflict. So three levels of conflict, Thor with himself and trying to figure out who he really is and probably not being the same person who he thought he was going to be if we went all the way back to the first Thor. I think he's kind of breaking ties with some of his legacy here. Also the internal conflict coming from his love of Jane and whether or not she's the one that's actually going to take over the mantle of Thor. And then what does he become if he's not Thor? I think that's part of the conflict that they're suggesting is there as well. And then finally, Gore is the bad guy and we got to <laughs> make sure that he doesn't kill all the gods. But this is where it gets really tricky. What is the order of the story? Now, there's a couple different options that we could see here. The first is in the setup in the first 30 minutes of this film or so. What we, be, what we would consider the setup. It could be that Thor has the dad bod and something happens to him in the first 30 minutes of the film that then makes him go on the Rocky-like quest to become fitter so that he can defeat more of his enemies. Now, I don't think that that's actually what this is going to suggest. If it is, then we are not seeing any shots um, besides just a couple of him training of hit that first 30 minutes of the movie. And I think that that is unlikely. Now, um, my guess would be that the very beginning of the movie is him 
trying to meditate, trying to figure out what's going on in his life and going from the dad bod to the God bod, as, as Korg talks about. In fact, I think what the movie might actually start out with them on that planet, um, perhaps with the Guardians of the Galaxy. And on that planet, they're trying to, he's trying to figure himself out. Korg is there with him and he is, um, he is trying to re-become Thor, right? He's trying to get back in shape. Um, and I think that actually the big reveal of him being back in shape is when he pulls off that jacket and throws it back onto the um, to the other uh, guy in the background, basically, when he's with the Guardians of the Galaxy. So my guess is that the first 30 minutes of the of the film are him with the Guardians of the Galaxy dealing with whatever situation is on that particular planet. And Korg is saying, like, this is how Thor is changing his own life. I think what's going to then happen is, is that there's going to be this um, disturbance for him, if you will, that new Asgard has been taken over and is now a tourist spot. And that's why we see the cruise ships. We see all the people there. We see the government there for some reason with Valkyrie, maybe part of that whole situation. And I think what's going to happen is that Thor is going to travel back to new Asgard to kind of see what's going on. I think that there will be some sort of battle there, and I do not know yet what that battle pertains to, but that is when Jane shows up. And I think what's going to happen is, is that that's when we're going to be introduced to the fact that there are gods being killed by Gore, the god killer, and now that's going to set us off into the rest of the story. So the first the setup of the film is Thor with the Guardians, Thor getting back into god mode, and then he's going to go back to New Asgard. In New Asgard, he's going to see Jane, when he sees Jane, that's going to cause him to go, whoa, what's go what else is going on in the world? And he's going to learn about the fact that Gore is doing what Gore is doing. And then I think what's going to happen is in Act 2, he's going to go over to um, wherever Zeus, the Zeus realm is with Jane. And there he is going to um, essentially figure out how do I protect all of these other gods? And in the meantime, Gore is going to be killing those gods. And I think we're going to have some conflict there with Jane about who who's really in charge of what, who's really Thor. We do see that Valkyrie and Jane have positions of honor in that court, whereas Thor is um, shows up and he's in chains. And I don't believe that happens later. I think that happens probably early on in his um, in his. Now we could also see that he actually goes to he learns about Gore. He goes to see Zeus. He's captured by Zeus. And then in his conversations with Jane and Valkyrie, he learns that New Asgard is a giant mess. And then he goes back there and um, that's a possibility too. So we'll see how that, that turns out. But going into the third act, I think the third act, all of the conflict is going to come together. So in order for them to defeat Gore, my guess is that he's going to have to reject him being the only Thor and reject any of the pride that he has about being the only Thor. And he's going to have to rely more on Jane to be able to help him defeat Gore. That's my guess, because that would be an internal conflict that makes sense. Obviously, he's going to face off against Gore. That seems like it's the central conflict that's external to him that he has to fight against. That makes sense. I think that's pretty straightforward. I don't think we see Gore early in this film. Or if we do, it's him killing gods early in the film just to lead up to this final battle. And then finally, um, so then that kind of covers the internal conflict. I do think that there will be some moments of love story between um, Jane and Thor. Now, I was watching the John Campia show, and what one of the things they talked about, because I have never read 
any of the comics relative to Jane Foster as Thor. But one of the things they were talking about was that in a lot of those comics, Jane Foster actually has cancer. And the more she becomes Thor, the more her human body um, suffers. So it is very possible that the end of this film is uh, either Thor having to give up his power somehow. Maybe he dies in the end of this film to, to, to heal Jane in that regard. Or it could be that Jane dies at the end of this film to be able to give Thor more power to be able to defeat Gore. Or she dies in the process of defeating Gore. It could be any one of those things. So that's where I would say is like sort of the order of the story, the central conflict. Now, what is the premise? premise is the shared human experience well this has been pretty pretty well set up by endgame and some of the other earlier films but i think that the central premise of this film is that we are we are not our worth in the world is not determined by necessarily what we can achieve or our prior legacy but rather who we are supposed to become to more be at peace with ourselves and to love others around us and not make it about us, but make it about them. I think that that's gonna be sort of the, the arc of Thor here as well. It seems like what they've set it up to be in the past, that would be a good premise to have and uh, worthwhile of creating a story about. So let me know what you think of my thoughts in the comments down below. Do you think that is what Thor, Love and Thunder is really about? Is that the order of the story? Is that the conflict that we are looking at? What do you think the premise is, the shared human experience that is being communicated by this story? Thanks for watching. Make sure you're subscribed to the Story Geeks channel for more content just like this where I break down stories and we talk in depth about a lot of stories. And just be aware, um, I will be talking about Kenobi coming up. So if you're watching Kenobi, definitely follow us uh, for Kenobi content. And I will also be talking about Stranger Things. So if you're a fan of one of those two shows, be here with us chatting about all of those things. We also will get to Thor, Love and Thunder and some more of the content that's come out in the theaters later this year as well. Thanks for watching and I will see you on the next show.